Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Kei te whakaranga mai koe ki tō tātou a hurihuri ki te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. You're with our changing world on RNZ National, and now, for the last few years on Summer Science, we've been featuring some original podcasts produced by University of Otago students as part of their master's degrees in science communication. First up in our new series from the class of 2015, Siana Fitzjohn is off to meet an inspirational Dunedin granny and climate activist, Rosemary Penwarden, who doesn't believe that the New Zealand government is doing enough to meet its carbon emission commitments. So she's taking matters into her own hands to reduce Dunedin's transport emissions. Kia ora, New Zealand. The government has an important decision to make on climate change, and we want to hear your views. At the 2015 consultation on climate change targets, I really thought they would listen to us. Over 300 people attended the consultation meeting in Dunedin pleading our government to take strong action on climate change. And the second thing is that a realistic, fair, pragmatic target to take to the talks in Paris is at least 40% reduction in emissions by 2030. How many of you agree with that target? All of us, along with 16,000 written submissions, were completely ignored. Carbon targets were set that would barely reduce our emissions at all. This is a trend that's become all too familiar. In the last seven years, there has not been a single piece of legislation introduced to combat climate change. So, perhaps it's time that we look elsewhere for leadership. Around the country, community groups are taking it upon themselves to create a low-carbon future. Leading the charge in Dunedin is Rosemary Penwarden, a climate activist and grandmother. Rosemary has kick-started a project to reduce Dunedin's transport emissions. So I came out to talk to Rosemary Penwarden at her beautiful wee house in Waitati on a fairly rainy and blustery day. Hi, Sienna. Come Hi, on in. Rosemary. How's it going? Pretty good. So I'm in the warm. <laughs> Thanks very much. Oh, gosh, this is just beautiful. Oh, we've got a toasty fire. <laughs> That's excellent. So, Rosemary, it's really difficult when we talk to people about climate change, isn't it? Because often it feels like this great, big, incomprehensible problem that we can't do anything about. Mm. So how have you been able to make it a personal and emotional issue for you? I've been, all my life, really concerned about justice. I think it started way back as a kid. I, I, I've been very concerned about things being fair. Part of it is that we live in a really unequal world anyway. And per capita, New Zealand is one of the highest emitters of greenhouse gases in the world. And so we have a moral duty to decrease our emissions more than other countries. Out of your time putting pressure on the government to do something more active about climate change... 
Um, what's been the hardest moment for you? We, the people, keep getting told we're irrelevant, told we're renter crowd, told we're yeah, not important. It can be sometimes quite difficult to show people that taking action on climate change and building a low-carbon community holds so many opportunities for us to realise our potential, for us to connect with other human beings instead mm. of being trapped by mm. consumerism. Yes. I still think we've got to remember and relearn how to get on and how to just have fun together. I've figured out what matters, and it's not money. It's people, it's family, it's community, it's having a warm place to live, and it's having food in my tummy. And the best food is the food you can grow yourself. And there's nothing more fun than digging up potatoes with a whole bunch of people that you've planted a few months before together. It's so much fun. Being a grandmother, would you say that's changed how strongly you feel about getting our community to embrace a low-carbon future? It was one of the most amazing moments of my life to watch my daughter give birth to my grandson. <laughs> and it was beautiful, it was hard, it was scary. I was the one taking rescue remedy. It was a home birth. It was unbelievable. And so those two people are two of the most precious people in my world. And I know that Arlo... By 2050, he will be in the midst of this stuff. So a lot of what I do is for him. I know that you've been incredibly active in the community and I want to ask you about one of the big projects that you've dreamed up, which is the Valley Community Workspace. What happened was I've been talking to one of my neighbours who converts his own cars to electric. He's done two. He's got two on the road. And I thought, this is the beginning of the answer to our transport problem. The problem with, with these guys who are doing the cars is they haven't got a community space to do it in, and they haven't really got room to do stuff together. I found out about this garage. The garage became available. And I also thought, OK, it's in Northeast Valley. I need to get Northeast Valley people involved. What are you guys actually doing in this converted workshop that you've got hold of? There's a lot of things happening. One of them is we've got some cars that we're going to convert to electric. They're older cars. One of them is a Hilux ute that will become our community electric ute. So you're creating a community-owned electric vehicle? Yes. If we choose to work together and if we choose to share and maybe not use a car every day, you've suddenly decreased your cost. So I want people to see that this isn't only a middle-class, well-off people's option. How does a, a grandmother living in Waitati somehow become a gearhead and get excited about cars? <laughs> I, I don't know much about cars, but I'm learning really quick. This is a way of of fixing one of our biggest problems, and that is transport. We don't have to depend on fossil fuels. We don't have to be any longer addicted to them. But the other thing is, it shows people that it can be done, and it shows people that some of us are thinking really seriously about this. 
Rosemary, tell us about this carbon zero future because mm. the science is telling us that we have a carbon budget and that that carbon budget is running out. Mm. So we need to transition to a zero carbon community. Mm. Now, the government hasn't been talking about this very enthusiastically. Mm. So what do you think communities need to do mm. to make that happen? Well, I'd like to see us make some kind of, maybe pledge together some kind of com commitment to transition to a renewable city. We can do it and we've got the resources here and we've got the skills and we've got the people here who can make it happen. It's adaptation to the new world that we're facing. It's going to involve people letting go of the old way of thinking, which is competition, competition, competition. Like, to me, the age of competition, it hasn't worked. The age of cooperation needs to start now. I figured it was time to head down to North East Valley to check out this workspace for myself. Rosemary, it is a huge building. Yeah, it's about over 500 square metres. Wow, and so you filled this with all sorts of bits and pieces. I can see cars, I can see bikes. We've got a truck right behind you here. This is a, um, a Hilux, an old Hilux ute that we're going to turn into an electric ute. Electric ute. Ah, so it's got no, no engine in it <laughs> the at the moment. The engine's been removed. The electric motor goes in and the batteries go in as well. Yeah, might, um, need, some, might need some seats in there. Yeah, need some seats. We've, we've actually got the seats. Uh, we're going to, it's going to be gorgeous when it's finished. I'm absolutely certain of that. It really suits me, the idea of using something that we've already got rather than taking it to the junkyard. They're also looking at converting bikes to electric, and they also sell electric bikes from here. I'll go and have a chat to Steve Ward, the man behind these electric bike conversions. Yeah, I've been involved in this project pretty much since the first start, when we first started looking at the building, and it's um, been fantastic to see how it's developed over the last few months. So do you think electric bikes are going to be a really good part of transport solutions for Dunedin? It's a relatively cheap, very efficient way to get around. And with Dunedin being really hilly, um, electric bikes are really are quite a big game changer. Despite the weather we have here, it's, it's actually quite, uh, it's fine. You know, it's, it's good using bikes getting in and out of town. We just need the structure to go around that. That's so awesome. And I also... Uh, pardon me for saying this, but I've also noticed there are so many people um, of your and Rosemary's generation that seem to be really keenly involved in this stuff. And I think that's really exciting because it's kind of combating the notion that the older generation are maybe apathetic or not um, leading the charge on issues like climate change. Yes, it is quite noticeable. But then there's quite a lot of advantages that people of my generation, if you like, bring into something like this because there is a lot of experience, there's a lot of community knowledge, there's a lot of work experience that we're all bringing into it. And also, for quite a few of us, we're in a stage and age in life where we can devote time and seeing strong communities as, as a more of a motivation than actually just really looking after ourselves. This place could be a catalyst for sort of a different kind of community, one that works together, cooperates and communicates perhaps more than we've gotten used to doing. 
definitely. You get a sense of companionship, a sense of being able to work together. It is tied up in the name, it's a community workspace. Amazing to meet all of you and I wish you the absolute best of luck with this project. Fantastic, and thank you. So Rosemary, so many of us um, sit around and we have good ideas and ideas that would help us toward a sustainable world. But you have actually managed to go ahead and do it and to get people excited about a low-carbon future for Dunedin. I didn't have expectations, and I think that's one of the keys. I don't, I don't think I've rallied people. I think I've simply talked to people the way we all can do. I'm not anything special at all. I simply want to get on and do stuff. And I've learned that actually when you stand up, even if you feel scared inside, when you stand up, it gives you courage. And I want us all to learn that courage. After talking with Rosemary and visiting the Valley Community Workspace, I couldn't help but feel positive about the future that we're facing. All around New Zealand, grassroots groups are taking climate action seriously. Sometimes, leaders can be found in the most unlikely of places. And in this new emerging world, every community has the power to create positive change. After all, this is our future. And that was science communication student Sienna Fitzjohn from the University of Otago. And she was talking with electric granny Rosemary Penwarden and Steve Ward, the man behind the electric bike conversion. Thanks for listening to this Our Changing World podcast. And you can find more stories on our webpage, rnz.co.nz slash ourchangingworld. Ka kite anō. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.